I'm going to share a sermon with you called Thumbs Up. Okay, so everybody in the room, go ahead and show me you got a thumb. We need to make sure you got a thumb. Okay, raise it high. Okay, good. You're going to need that tonight, so keep it handy, all right? Let me start by giving you my sermon in a sentence. The best way to show your love is to obey those who are above. In Romans chapter 13, it says that there is no authority except from God. And those which exist as authority are established by God. Therefore, whoever resists authority has opposed the ordinance of God, and they who have opposed will receive condemnation upon themselves. What that means is this. God is in charge. Y'all listen to me, kids. This message is for you and your parents. But what that is telling us is that God is in charge. And so if there's anybody in your life that is in charge, it's because God thought it would be a good idea to put them in charge, okay? And that's why it's good to have our thumbs and the ability to put our thumbs up. Go ahead and put them up. When those who are in charge of us ask us to do something or to please stop doing something, how many of you know what I'm talking about? (laughs) Sometimes our hearts want to say no, and that's where the thumbs up come in handy because when those When they ask us, we can lift our hands up and we can remind ourselves, one, to obey. Our thumbs up is like saying, yes, sir. Everybody say, yes, sir. Say, yes, ma'am. Okay, put your thumbs up and say, yes, sir. But look, our thumbs up also remind us who's in charge. Isn't that right? And who is in charge, class? God is in charge. Okay, so for kids, it might be your parents. It might be a teacher. It might be a coach. It could be a grandparent, or it could even be an older brother or sister, like if your parents go on an errand and leave you there with your older brother or sisters. They might be in charge. For adults, listen to me, adults, it's anyone in your life who would be considered leadership. Obviously, your boss. It could be the policeman. Maybe the president of the United States. Some of you are like, I'm thinking about the IRS. I know, Right? Because everyone has someone they have to submit to, someone that they have to obey. And this verse tells us that when we don't submit, when we say in our hearts, I'm not going to obey, I'm not going to do that, what happens is, is it actually brings trouble into our lives. Now, remember what I said. The best way to show your love is to obey those who are above. Does anybody know where I got that idea? I got it from Jesus. He said, if you love me, You will keep my commands. Some of you may not know what the commandments are, so I'm going to ask my daughter, Emma Kate, to come up and share with you the Ten Commandments. (laughs) Go ahead. The Ten Commandments. Number one, you shall have no other God before me. Number two, you shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God. Number four, remember Number three. Number three. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God. Number four. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Number five. Honor your father and your number. No, ma, mother. Number six. You shall not murder. Number seven. You shall not commit adultery. Number eight. You shall not steal. Number nine. You shall not. 
you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. Number 10, you, you shall not covet. Good. Good job, baby. Good job. That was pretty good. I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. That genius gene doesn't skip a generation. It goes right on through. And it's true. Her mom's a genius. Okay? Did you notice what she said, though? You should honor your mother and your father. In Exodus 20, verse 12, it says, honor your father and your mother. Then you will live a long and happy life in the land that God has given you. Now, you know that there are some people who say that we don't have to obey the Ten Commandments anymore. But that's not true, is it? Is that true? No way. Let me ask you a question really quick. How many of you in this room would love to live a long and happy life? Well, I want that for you too. And the guy that wrote the book of Ephesians, his name is Paul. He wants that for you too. I want to show you what he says to a group of his friends there in Ephesus. He said, children, this is Ephesians 6, chapter 1. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Everybody say, this is right. This is right. What that means is that it's the right and reasonable thing to do. Like it only makes sense that you obey. It doesn't make sense not to obey your parents, right? But it also means that it makes God happy when we obey. He tells another group of his friends in the city of Colossae, the Colossian Christians, he said, children, always obey your parents, for this pleases God. Did you know that Jesus loves to watch you guys obey your mom and dad? Did you know that? You want to know why? Because every time we obey our parents, it's like saying, I love you, Jesus. When we say, yes, sir. When we say, yes, ma'am. Go ahead and put them up, kids. It's fine. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. It's like we're going, love you, God. You know what I mean? We just put it up there every time. And you know what the Bible says that Jesus will do for those who obey their parents? He will bless them. Because obedience brings blessings. Everybody say that. Obedience brings blessings. But listen to me real carefully. Disobedience. Disobedience brings trouble. Every time. By the way, parents, it's also the right thing to discipline your children when they don't obey. It's right. It's one of the ways that you yourself can obey Jesus. It's what it tells us in Hebrews 12. It's what it tells us in Proverbs 3. But it's also that having your kid obey might end up being the thing that helps save their soul. It says in Proverbs 23, don't be afraid to correct your young ones. A spanking won't kill them. It goes on to say a good spanking, in fact, might save them from something worse than death. What could be worse than death? How about eternal separation from God? Now, you might be here and you're saying, well, I don't believe in spanking. Okay, let me ask you this question. Do you believe in the devil? Because he is the one that is the thief that's constantly coming against you to steal, kill, and destroy you and your family. The enemy is after our kids. How many of you know it's true? The top three ways you can protect your kids from the destroyer is to pray for them, Teach them God's word and spank their bottom. I'm not even kidding. I promise you. 
<laughs> Our boys thank us all the time for spanking them when they were little. All the time. Now that they're older, they thank us all the time for spanking them when they were little. Imitate will too, eventually. <laughs> the thing, the next thing that Paul says to the people there in Ephesus is, honor your father and mother. It's the first commandment with a promise. If you do this, you will live a long and happy life in the land that God has given you. So now he's actually quoting one of the Ten Commandments. Now, everybody look at me, especially you adults. This is one of the top questions that Melissa and I get asked, and we have for a long time. How do you honor your parents? How do you honor your parents? Well, for little kids, it's easy, and I say it like this. Obey right away with nothing else to say. How do y'all like that? (laughs) Obey right away with nothing else to say. In other words, don't talk back. Yakety yak. Right? Don't talk back. You just obey. Yes, sir. Everybody? Yes, ma'am. And then do this. Don't talk back. For teenagers, listen to me. It's the same. It's the same. Obey right away with nothing else to say. Don't talk back. But also don't talk behind your parents' back. You don't do that. Oh, man. Parents. So uncool. Won't let me do drugs. <laughs> Teenagers, look at me. Wherever you're at in the room, a lot of them are right here. Listen to me. I got to tell you what Proverbs 30, 17 says. The eye that mocks a father and despises a mother's instruction will be plucked out by ravens of the valley and eaten by vultures. Now, come on, right? Obey right away with nothing else to say. Can I get a witness? Now, listen, for adults, it's a little more complicated because we're not, we're not living under their roofs anymore, right? We're not under their authority. As adults, we don't have to obey our parents anymore, right? So what I want to do, adults, because I know this is a question that many of us ask, I'm going to give you three ways to honor your parents. Now, this list is only three. It's not exhaustive. There's so many different ways that you can honor your parents, but these three work really well, and they're not that difficult. The first one is thank them for their part. Thank them for their part. Now, obviously, the things that you are better for. You fed me. You gave me clothes. You signed me up for ballet and karate and t-ball. Thank you. Now, I know some, of these, some people in this room are thinking, I ain't got one thing that I could thank my parents for. That's not true. At the very least, you could thank them for participating in your conception. At the very least, there's always something that you can thank them for. Thank you. Without you, I would not be alive. Okay, so obviously, the things that you are better for, but listen to me, also the things that you were bitter for. You know, sometimes the things that we were bitter about or what we are better for. Isn't that the truth? Like spankings. <laughs> we were bitter in the moment, right? But one of these days we'll thank them because we know how to obey. We know how to do the job that is put before us. You know, I, something I was bitter about when I was a kid was having to pull goat weeds. When I would get in trouble, I'd have to go pull goat weeds. It could be a big area or it depends on what I did. You know, like one time I'm out there pulling goat weeds, you know, I'm like six months old, pulling goat weeds, you know. <laughs> Like, what'd I do? I burped, you know. 
Now, I remember one time I had to pull a lot of goat weeds, and I'm thinking, all I did, all I did was gash the head of my best friend with a shovel. Like, why am I out here pulling these goat weeds, you know? But in retrospect, you look back and you say, thank you for helping me see that this was not the right way to respond to what happened that day. For what you were bitter for and what you are better about. The second thing is ask them for input. Ask them for their input. Doesn't mean you have to take their advice, but, but this goes a long way, just asking your parents for input. Now you're thinking, well, I ain't got to ask my parents because they're constantly giving it anyway. They won't shut up giving me their inputs. <laughs> Y'all listen to me. When you ask your parents for input, it honors them. And there's a greater chance that they won't always give input or question your decisions if you will consistently ask their input because usually it was honoring enough that you would even ask. Is that true, older parents? Isn't that true? The fact that you asked and consistently it's like, I'm not going to meddle. They're going to come to me at some point. I ain't got got meddle. But I'm also aware that there are those with controlling, conniving, and manipulative parents. Instead of letting them control you and, and being bitter about it, you might need to have an honest conversation that goes something like this. Mom or dad or both, I know you want what's best for me, but that doesn't mean you know what's best for me. God has put amazing people in my life to give me counsel, and you're one of those, but I have to make my own decisions and live with those results. Unless I'm heading down a sinful road that leads to destruction, please just love, support, and encourage me. And by the way, mom, dad, Just because I'm not doing what you don't want does not mean I'm heading down a sinful road. Isn't that good? You know, most people aren't willing to have a cordial, confrontational conversation with their parents, even though that might make things better. Instead, they choose to stay quiet and remain bitter. The third one is this. Ask them about them. This is a way you can honor them. Ask them about them. Our lives are going and going and going and going so busy. We got so much to talk about in our lives, my this, my car, my activities. But stop and ask them about them. You know, the older we get, (laughs) I say this at a whopping 43, but it's true. The older we get, the more done we feel. I mean, y'all see me trying to raise that boy up out of that water in there? I was struggling. Some of you have literally seen me in the middle of a sermon go, I can't read this. I can't read this. The older we get, the more done we feel. And so when we are able to um, take interest in their life, it reminds them that they have one. (laughs) You guys hear what I'm saying? Think about it. When we show interest in their life, it's like, oh, yeah, I have a life. Uh, Let me tell you what I just did. And sometimes parents go through difficult times, especially as they get older, 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 older. And talking to them about their life can get them going again. And, and moving in their life, and it can actually increase the longevity of their life. Isn't that true? And you might learn something when you ask them about them. Proverbs 23, verse 22 says, Listen to your father who gave you life, and do not despise your mother when she is old. Well, my parents don't deserve any of that. Well, guess what? Neither will you. 
in 17 years of parents, parenting, I know that I have said things and done things that are negative enough to never deserve the honor of my kids. But hopefully, they will have a love for God. And that love for God will lead them to obey his commands, including the one that says you will live a long and happy life, which of course is honoring Melissa and I. Isn't that interesting how it comes full circle? (laughs) A large part of their love for God will depend upon the instruction, correction, and discipline that they receive while they're under my roof. Isn't that interesting? Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. Proverbs 20, verse 20 says, If one curses his father or mother, his lamp will be put in utter darkness. Well, that can't be good. And so we choose to honor our parents. He goes on in verse four. We're going through the book of Ephesians, and so this is where we're at. Interestingly enough, tonight we're in Ephesians chapter uh, six, verse one through nine. In verse four, he says, fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. Let me bottom line it. Be honorable. Be a parent that is worthy of honor. Now, some of us have some catching up to do, don't we? Yeah, we know, ain't nobody raising their hand in the sand, but it's true. But listen, be honorable and teach them how to honor. Did you know that you can teach your kids how to honor? Teach them to honor. He goes on in verse five through eight and talks about being a good employee. Why? Because it pleases God. And he says that it is something that he will reward when we are good employees at work. And then in verse nine, the last verse in that section, he says to be a good boss. Some of you in this room are bosses. Did you know that if you're going to be a boss, you need to be a godly boss? Why? Because it pleases God. And it may show them how good your God is and lead to their salvation. Here's what I want to do tonight. I want us to do two declarations, okay? Two declarations, one for the kids and one for the adults, okay? So if you're able to stand, and you kids, you can stand on the seat, whatever you got to do to get as high as you can. We're going to do two declarations. The worship team's coming up, and we're going to end with a song of worship, and then we'll be done just like that. Some of you are like, oh, thank goodness. If you are a kid in the house, say, I am one. I I thought there'd be more kids in here. I am one. one. Say, I am one. one. I'm a kid. kid. All right, kids, (laughs) kids in the house, I want you to repeat after me. You ready? God, God. help me me. obey obey right away with nothing else to say. Let's say it again. God, help me obey right away with nothing else to say. Put thumbs up and say it one more time. God, help me obey right away with nothing else to say. All right. Parents, thumbs up if you can. If you have you one available. Parents, grandparents, adults, it doesn't even matter because we are all called to be obedient to God. Amen? Parents, let's read it aloud. God, 
more time. Let's do this in one more time in unison. I will lead you because you guys are all over the map. It's okay. God, help me to teach my kids how to love you, honor me, and submit to authority.